Welcome to the Authentic Wife Show. I'm Beth Rolls, a conscious marriage coach and author of The Authentic Wife, Uncaging Yourself Through Marriage. I help driven moms who love their kids more than they hate their marriage use the conflict in their relationship to become their most authentic selves so they can create a relationship and life they don't want to escape from. Stop waiting for your husband to evolve and start making every day feel like a vacation. You can find my book, tons of free resources, and Happily Ever After, the only marriage-saving coaching program on my website, theauthenticwifeandmom.com. Thanks for joining me today. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Authentic Wife Show. I am happy that you are here. I apologize in advance for my lovely voice (laughs) sounding like the cold that I'm recovering from. One of my classes in, uh, you know, I'm working on, I just got a degree. Now I'm getting another degree because I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, One of the classes I took, I had some math in it. And the instructor had recorded these videos. You know, it was like a, a recorded cohort kind of thing. And she was sick when she recorded the videos. And I was so uncomfortable listening to them because it was like, I started to feel sick just, just from listening to her. So I absolutely apologize in advance. If I do that to you, I'm not trying to, I've had like this crazy cold, a sickness that I have not I have not been taken down this hard in a long time. Um, at like three days of sleeping, had to cancel all my appointments, even my clients. They got there so lovely and were able to be moved around. I was just down, <laughs> just completely down. And of course, like things were falling apart while <laughs> while I was down. Um, the the guy I um we have a Boy Scout like den thing and I'm the assistant den leader and the main den leader I don't know what he'd be called just den leader I guess he um was at work late and couldn't make the meeting (laughs) and he's like hey can you cover this like no actually I've been in bed all day I didn't even know we had a meeting tonight because you barely changed it you know while I was not checking my email. So actually, no. (laughs) So it's felt really weird for me. You know, in the past, before I did this work, it would have absolutely killed me to be down like that, to be sick. I remember um, working when I was so sick because I just hated to take sick days and be perceived as like weak or unreliable or whatever. And having to cancel that meeting like would have killed me and moving clients around would have embarrassed me so much. Not getting back to emails right away, I would have died because I held myself to such a standard of unobtainable perfection that it was like impossible to be human. (laughs) Like I, I would have made a great little robot because I just did not allow myself to be human. And it used to, in fact, to be honest, it still sometimes bothers me a little bit when my husband's sick or like needs to, needs to get to work late or, or leave early or something when he's human, <laughs> I'm like, dude, tough it out. You got to show up and do the thing or you're, you're going to lose your job or something. It still is hard for me. It, 
I hold myself to that less, but it's still like, I'm trying to keep him safe and I don't know how other people are going to respond. And so that old fear kind of pops up like, no, you, you got to give everything you got. You can't take care of yourself, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And I appreciated the few days of downtime. I mean, I don't appreciate it. Like it was nice to, nice to be able to do that. Like, it's not like I can't even, it would have been easier to take a sick day when I worked for somebody, I think than now, because at least then like, you know, I'd be offline and people would know that I was gone or my boss could share that I was gone. And now it's like, uh, people are just not hearing back from me because, you know, I didn't turn on any kind of autoresponder or anything. So just a little, I'm with you if you own a business or you're a homeschooler or somebody else, and it's hard for you to take the time you need to let your body heal. If you are holding yourself to robot uh, standards, standards of perfection, then I encourage you to stop doing that. Please. (laughs) We can't do that. We have to model for our kids how to take care of themselves. And we have to admit when our battery is on is like totally red, 0%. If your battery is at zero, you're useless. The The cold, whatever you have is just going to get worse. I'm very fortunate that like two and a half ish days of sleep and I was kind of pretty much back to normal. You know, like normally this kind of thing would move down into my lungs and then I'd have problems. Um, so take care of yourselves. Give yourselves a break. Okay. So... The other thing that I want to talk about today, as I'm sure you especially tuned in to hear me talk about being sick, we are in February. Welcome to the month of love. Welcome to all the pressure to have the romantic guy who showers you with affection and buys you chocolates and plans a date night and blah, blah, blah. All right. If you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I would tell you, in fact, if you are in our Soul Sages group on Facebook, you're going to see some, uh, you know, we do a weekly task in there. You're going to see a task in there to take that effort that you would have either put into him or put into being mad at him for not showing up the way you want to. And point it right back towards yourself. And you just plan exactly the kind of day you want to have, the kind of week, month, whatever you want to have, the kind of experience you want to have. How are you going to show yourself that you deeply, madly love you this month? And uh, of course, if you have an abundance and you want to share that with him, bring him into it. He's probably going to love it. But most important to the work that I do is that you love yourself first and, you know, let go of any notions of what this day should be. It's made up holiday. We have all these belief systems. You can go, Oh, if he didn't get me a card or get me chocolates, he doesn't love me and he doesn't care and yada, yada, yada. And I bet you that none of that is true. If he shows you every day, that he loves you. In fact, in my happily ever after program, I have a lesson where you spend some time looking for evidence 
that he loves you and also that he would know that you love him. And I've never had a client sit down to do that and not come up with things every day. There are ways most likely (laughs) that your husband is showing you right now that he loves you. And it's probably not a box of chocolates. You know, maybe he works really hard every day and provides an income, or maybe he listens to you when you're upset, or maybe he likes, my husband gave me a really nice foot massage today that I did not ask for. Um, Or maybe like, you know, the other day when I was sick, uh, he was coming home late because he had golf, like his indoor golf league. And he's like, can I get you anything on the way home? So right there, that was nice. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm actually really craving, uh, or I'd really like like a milkshake because my throat was so sore and just something cold sounded good. Okay. (laughs) You know, I got you. Like it's all those little things every day that we tend to take for granted. Those are far more important than February 14th. But so let's talk about waiting on him because I think we get stuck in this expectation. It's not even, it's like waiting for permission. Um, I have clients and, and the way I was before I worked on my marriage, it was like, I was always waiting for his permission to do what I wanted to do. And I was waiting for his permission for our marriage to get better. I was waiting for him to step up and do the work and like transform into this totally different person because I thought that's what it would take for our marriage to be better. Never mind the fact that that I was a big part of the problem because the, as I always say, the relationship itself, that dynamic that is between you is what is unhealthy and you are both co-creating that. So it really doesn't matter. Like if he changed his whole end of the deal, then you have to grow and change. So if you're motivated, if you want your children to have a better family than you did, if you want them to have a better dad than you did, if you are the one who's like interested in personal development and personal growth and learning things, then what are you waiting for? You change your end of the dynamic right now. And then he, you're going to co-create something totally different. He is going to um, have to match where you are. Because if you move from unhealthy to healthy, then he has no choice but to also move. <laughs> because it takes both of you being in this unhealthy place for the dynamic to continue to be unhealthy. So this, I want you to first think about like the little ways that this happens. I shared in, in our Facebook group the other day, I was like, you know, back before I did this work, I used to get so upset because every trip we took was on his motorcycle and he hated going to the beach because he hated sand. And I love going to the beach and I missed it and really wanted to go, but he hated sand. And do you see what I was doing? I was waiting for his permission to go to the dang beach or to plan a trip that wasn't on the motorcycle. And I thought that we, like I had to have his buy-in on everything. Like we were actually physically one. And so I started doing the work and then like, wait a minute, you know, I don't, 
I can just plan what I want to do and just go do it. Like I didn't even, at the time I had decided to invest in one of Dr. Shafali's classes and I was taking that. I never asked him for permission to do that. It had to do with my parenting, my personal growth. And I value that. And uh, I'm a big girl and can decide where I spend my money. So I did it. And then through that, I started to grow and change so much. And that gave me the confidence to just plan a dang day to the beach, you know, a day trip to the beach. We live in Northeast Ohio and Lake Erie is close and it's sort of a beach. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, hey, I'm going to go to the beach uh, Saturday um, with the kids. You know, if you want to go, let me know. There was no pressure for him to go. I, I didn't care if he came or not. I, it wasn't for him. It was for me because that's what's authentic for me. I had to be willing to go, you know, we are not the same person. He is going to like things like the motorcycle that I do not like. And I'm going to like things that he doesn't like. So there is no pressure for him to be 100% involved in everything that I do. Just like I wouldn't want him to pressure me into doing everything that he does. Um, so as once I realized like I can do what's authentic for me and he can do what's authentic for him and I don't need to wait for his permission to go lay in the sand. I don't need that. But once I said, Hey, I've got this planned, then his FOMO kicked in because he's a Enneagram seven. He's just here for a good time. And he's like, Oh, I'll go. Yeah. Okay. I'll go. And I was like, okay but you can't go if you're going to complain. No, I won't complain. And I ended up, you know, I had to get the kids like some little sand shoes. I think after, after the first time we went, we realized that the beach we went to was pretty rocky. So I got them some little, you know, what are they called? Those little neoprene booties you put on your feet, like wet shoes. I don't know. So I got uh, him some too. So then the sand wasn't so bothersome. And, you know, I, because I wanted to do it, I made sure that the kids were all, all the sand was off them and, you know, hauled the stuff and he was helping out and it wasn't a big deal. And we had fun. We went to the beach a few times that summer. And then by 2020, I was like, okay, now I'm feeling braver. <laughs> now I'm going to plan the vacation that I wanted to have since the last time I went to the beach which was when I won an, an award where I used to work and they sent us to Florida uh, in 2009. So by 2020, I was ready to go back to the beach finally. So I'm like, I'm planning a trip. And I planned a trip to Myrtle Beach. And I said, if you want to go, that's great. I'm going to take the kids down here. They've never even been to the ocean. Well, I guess my daughter had. No, she had. Yeah, she. No. She had, so they've never been to the ocean and I'm going to go. And if you want to go, that's great. Well, yeah, he wanted to go. And like, we found other stuff to do. I think we actually only were on the beach, maybe two days we were there. Cause again, this was in winter, you know, the early part of winter in 2020. So the world shut down right during our trip and we weren't able to go until June. Still ended up being cold there. Everybody still got like a stomach bug. So it was a, not the best beach vacation I've ever been on, but it was fun. But my point to you is that you can't wait on him. Stop wasting your time 
waiting for him to change, him to take the initiative, him to be on board, him to give you, to buy in into whatever your idea is. You are a smart woman. You have brought children into the world. Every day you make decisions on what is best for them. Every day you make decisions on what is best for you. And probably if you're listening to me, you have been doing this like your whole life. You probably were a parentified child and you either took care of your siblings or you kind of took care of yourself on your own, or you felt like you were taking care of your parents. There's a very good chance that if you are listening to me, then you have been very responsible and very capable of making decisions for yourself for a very long time. So don't hand over control to anybody other than yourself because nobody can control you but you. And you can't control anybody. You can't control your husband. You can't make him go to a coach or a therapist. You can't make him read a book. You can't make him do anything. The only person you can control is you. And like I said, if you take care, take charge of your role in your relationship dynamic, and you bring yours to healthy, then the consequence of that is that he then will change. He will change or he'll be so uncomfortable that he'll leave because the old dysfunctional relationship dynamic can no longer exist. It's just not possible. You don't engage in the fights. You don't respond to the drama. You don't get hooked by his fear. Um, You aren't meeting him with criticism or contempt or disrespect. You uh, know actually how to empathize with people and how to clearly communicate and how to have boundaries. uh, So you no longer tolerate any behavior that's disrespectful. Don't waste time waiting for your husband to save your marriage or to give your children or you the family you've always wished that you had. Because this is 100% in your control. You can choose to invest the money. You can choose to invest the time. I don't care where you are at in, in your financial, like what your resources are for this. Because guess what? I've got a podcast here that is completely free for you to listen to. There are my YouTube channel, all my social media, all my Facebook groups, my blog, all free. I know there are other people like me out there that have tons of free content online Um, that my book, I mean, if you got 20 bucks, you can get a paper copy of my book, 777 for the Kindle version. There, uh, there is something out there for everybody, no matter how limited your resources are. If you have the money for private coaching, go for it. But if you are committed and you have not a single dime to your name, you can still change this. There's just in this modern day, (laughs) this information age, there is no excuse. Everything, go to the library. Everything you need is literally at your fingertips. If you want to change it, you can change it. There is just no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse anymore. There are people who, um, you know, isn't it like MIT or somewhere offers a lot of, um, their college coursework, like online, completely free. Like if you are motivated in 2023 to be anything other than what you are, there is free information out there for you to do it. There's like literally nothing holding you back. 
Um, I could see the time one being a challenge if you just really think you don't have time, but I don't even buy that because man, you can expand time. You can listen to a podcast while you're washing the dishes or, or driving or commuting to your job. There's, um, you can, you know, read parts of a book. You can scroll through social media for a minute. If if we don't think we have time, I think that's pretty much an illusion. <laughs> and if I had to go in and look at your screen time uh, in your iPhone, I would be willing to bet that you've spent at least a little extra time scrolling, <laughs> scrolling through some social media. So I just don't buy it. Like there's no excuse for you to not invest in your marriage or there's no valid reason to say, well, he won't do the thing. So therefore I'm stuck and it's going to be like this forever. That's not how, um, relationship health works. It's both of you. <laughs> it's not like you're watching him perform on stage and he just keeps doing the same dang performance. Um, even then, like if he were, if he were doing the same performance, you don't like it, go watch somebody else. Right. But he's not up there. You are dancing with him on stage. So if you don't like the dance, you learn how to do a new dance. And he's either going to follow and take your lead or he's going to say, whoa, I just, I can't handle it. This, this dance is just, no, I prefer the one where we both feel miserable and hate each other. Um, so I'm going to leave, <laughs> which is what happens. You choose to dance a new dance and he will dance with you and he will be happy to dance with you. We have to own our role. We just have to own our role. And once you own your role in the relationship, then it dramatically improves in every relationship, uh, friendships. I have one friend who we are working extremely hard at conscious friendships. We, um, both have experience with poor female friendships and we have made, you know, kind of a commitment to each other to always look inward and to be honest and, to learn and grow and just expand our ability to be female friends who are supportive and empathetic and authentic. And, um, it's so, it's really so cool. Like I didn't think that this was possible. I back 10 years ago, I would have said, well, I just, I don't know what it is. Like I just find these weird people and there they go. <laughs> and I wouldn't have owned any any role in it whatsoever. But, you know, she and I are both committed to owning our own role. And that's what makes it really awesome. But, you know, my husband, despite me having done all this work, he's still, I don't, I don't even think he's read my book. <laughs> he's not read a bunch of books. He's not gone to therapy, but he has matured and evolved and grown and become the conscious dad that I always wanted him to be. He's absorbed information through me. And now he teaches um, other dads that he talks to all the things that I have said and modeled for him for so long. He's sort of just, it's become so much part of our environment that it's impossible to be anything else, which I think I shared recently how my daughter now just is empathetic, uses empathy with other people and I've never had to teach her. It's just been modeled for her. Um, 
Which, you know, that's, let's really think about that for a minute, because when I think about my relationship framework, and I feel very passionate that every single person on the planet should know how to do the six steps in my framework. I'm very passionate. Then I think, how do I get it to the most people? And how do I get it to children? And that's reminding me that like, I don't necessarily like, I don't know. We don't have to teach kids this because if parents all just modeled it, then they would just do it. <laughs> it would just become the common knowledge, right? They became who they are. Like kids today become who they are because of what they see at home. My poor daughter is dealing with kids who are just really unhappy and abused who have chosen her to, you know, pick on and bully. And, um, you know, I just, it just makes me so sad that their home life is like that and that their parents, you know, must have had also uh, a poor life when they were children to, to now put that onto their kids. And they, they, they bully their own kids. They become their kids first bully. Kids can't handle the pain. They go to school. They see my daughter who's like literally the happiest, the sweetest little person. Like she does not have a mean bone in her body. And like, oh, let's, you know, let's pick on her. Just annoys me. So I guess what I'm saying is that the more adults do this, even me who didn't find this work until what, like 33, I guess, 32, 33, you know, it's never too late. It's never too late to learn. It's never too late to model it. It's never too late to change the world. But if you keep on waiting for him to change, you are just going to be miserable and you're going to be so resentful and hate his guts because you will feel like you have wasted so much of your life in a, in a miserable place because you never woke up and decided to live the life that you wanted to live. And marriage should not suffocate you and make you feel controlled and like you can't do what you love. That's not the point of it. <laughs> love is to, you know, have this unconditional positive regard for your, for your mate and to support each other. And you don't have to share the same interests. It's cool when we do, but you don't have to be each other's buddy for every last thing that you do. Like you fill yourself up and you meet your own needs and you do the awesome things that you love to do. And if they want to be there, fine. And if they don't, fine. But you don't wait for somebody else to get healthy so your relationship can get healthy. <laughs> like you choose health, you choose health and they will follow you. And if they won't choose health, then like, what are you waiting around for? You don't need their permission for you to be healthy. So go make the investment, whatever that is. Read a book, listen to another podcast, take another class, work with a coach, go to a therapist. I don't know. Whatever the right investment is for you, based on your resources, there is something out there for you that will absolutely help you get closer to healthy, happy marriage today. I would certainly love if you'd work with me. But if it's not me, or if you can only afford to consume, you know, what I put out here free, that's totally fine. That's, that's where you're at. There's just no excuse anymore. I'm tired of listening to people say that they are so upset with their husbands when there is just so much 
so much available to all of us. So yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Like, I mean, what else could you learn? Make your marriage happy. Now I'm thinking about all the other things I could learn how to do, right? Like it's, maybe I'd learn how to be some kind of a fancy investment broker or something. I don't know. Like what's possible? So many things. I, I could go learn how to play a guitar or be a master gardener, you know, paint. I already know how to paint, but paint watercolor. I never really, really learned how to do that or like teach, you know, formally teach. What does that mean? If you are feeling the angst and restlessness in your marriage, it's because some part of you wants to evolve and expand. It has nothing to do with him. Some part of you is ready to up level. You didn't come here like this. This is not a, a free trial <laughs> of life on earth. This is your life. So you are in control. You take charge. Don't miss out on living the life that you were meant to live. And as we enter this month of love, which is so bogus, the whole year is full of love. Anytime you feel like, oh, it's his fault. I'm not happy. Remember this conversation and stop wasting time. All right. If you have any questions for me ever, as always, you can reach out to Beth at BethRolls.com. Please visit my website again for all those free resources. Go download my ebook, Love Him Again. You can find it right at the top of my website and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in and have a great night.